you have to hold on to the railing. Yeah. Because if you can hold if you hold on to the railing, then worst case, you're not gonna fall probably ten steps. Falling ten steps <laughs> That to me is death lying in a heap at the bottom and and yell, Sarah Call an ambulance You need to call an ambulance No we can't Uber we need an ambulance. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. It's Oops the Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I'm Francis, that's Julio. Oh yeah. And we're back with oh, another yeah. episode of Tasty Delights. Oops, the old podcast. Buddy old boy. Buddy old pal. How you oh, doing? I'm alright, I have to go to the bathroom, but I was late to record, so I'm just going <laughs> to endure it. Nice, dude. Which I think should create some sort of sense of urgency about what I say. <laughs> But dude, I, I find like if I have to pee before I go on stage, I just completely forget I have to pee once I get on stage. Is that so? Sort of. I don't. This might be a less extreme medium than like being on stage, but <laughs> hopefully that'll kick yeah, in for you. Yeah, I think I have to go everything right now. Ooh, ooh, uh, I might even have to throw up. So nice. No, I'm kidding. Nice. The full evacuation. Um, dude, speaking of which, man, I was I was talking to Drew Binsky, my new pal. Uh, Who's was, that? Ooh, he's the like travel the, guy. the big travel guy. Oh, right. And he's he's the only guy who's ever vlogged in every country. Wow. I believe that is his claim to fame. Wow. <laughs> you want to fix that? Real quick? Uh, no, it's okay. I got so it. So, dude, he, I was, like, watching his videos one night, like, a little drunk, <laughs> and I start drunk texting him. <laughs> and I was trying to play it cool. I was, like, I was thinking about the statistics of, like, when I've gotten sea or not seasick, when I've gotten uh, food poisoning when traveling outside of, like, the U.S. and Europe. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of like downplayed my statistic because it's sort of like maybe higher than this. But I was like, dude, I got to be honest. I'm probably getting food poisoning 50% of the time Jesus. that I'm traveling. I was like, what Like, what about you? And he's like, dude, 70%. Easily. Oh. He's like, I'm in the Philippines. Have, I currently have food poisoning. Oh, my God. It's like, Jesus oh. Christ, dude. You know, that would be enough to make me change jobs. I Dude, I was like, God damn it. That's too much. I know. We got to get him on the pod when he's in town. Let's dude. do. Yeah, that would be fun. But crazy, dude. Let's Imagine do. Imagine getting that sick. Drubinski. Drubinski, the legend. Uh, That's great. Well, we had quite a weekend. Um, You guys had some good moments that were floating around. Here. Ryan and I went up to, we, we, we covered a lot of ground. I, I was on the phone with these two at one point, and they were really trying to squeeze it all in. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like it worked out. Well, we, we you know, we've got this show we're working on in the United States of Kids, um, and we've bagged a bunch of episodes of that, so Ryan's working on the edits, and, um, you know, we know that when we go do this, if we're driving, we need to get as many states as possible. And in my mind, when I conceptualized this this whole plan doing this entire show it was like oh well we'll fly to wyoming but we'll go to a place in wyoming that's very close to the border so we'll hit idaho montana wyoming in 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 a you know all we'll have to drive is like 50 miles yeah dude. do a little circle around the corner and it's like hmm. wyoming only has like four hundred thousand. yeah that's not really how it's gonna work <laughs> like 600 575 000. you know we we hopefully as the show grows if it grows and, and as we release episodes we'll get more submissions from each state but as it is right now we are somewhat at the mercy of whoever is submitting to us and those people can be very far apart yeah dude especially out there and also oh, yeah. like what gig it's gonna be hard to to like have a gig that coincides with yeah that won't happen that might be tricky that's not gonna happen i that was my dream too was that but we'd dude, be able you'll to... end up going to every state this is fun uh, it's, it's what you it's your dream <laughs> it's what i think i mean i've already done it but i really i really enjoyed that yeah. doing it. uh have you been to any states that you've not yet been to yet no we've only done so far new jersey delaware and then we just got Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Oh, nice, dude. Um, but we drove to Rhode Island and, you know, left on Thursday morning and drove there. And then we drove to the Celtics game. We went to 
Boston for the night and went to the Celtics game. And then the next morning we woke up early and we went to Swansea, Massachusetts, which is uh, almost on its way to Cape Cod. Mm. You know, Massachusetts is a big state. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of corners in it's Massachusetts. Sneaky. Yeah. Um, Going all the way east can take you a while. Yeah. It makes sense why as to why Logan is like a popular international airport. Mm-hmm. It's like, I believe, the furthest east of any airport of in the big ones. Well, we've got one in Maine, but it's but certainly... Is, that, is it international? Yeah, I think it calls itself an international airport, but it might have a once daily flight to, you know... Actually, I don't know. To Canada, I was going to say. Okay. Somewhere, but it doesn't... I don't know. That could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, either way, we drove to Swansea, Massachusetts, and uh, then we drove from there to... Looking up where that is. Very near Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, Where? And then we drove home. Where in Connecticut? Vernon. Oh, wow. Vernon, Connecticut. Good old Vernon, Connecticut. And then we drove from there home. And dude, let me tell you something. When I got out of the car finally on Friday, I was completely brain dead. Because <laughs> I, I did all the driving. I even asked Ryan, hey, would you like to drive? And he said, no. She's <laughs> like, no, I'm good. <laughs> sure, I'll take on this 15-hour Hajj. Ryan's like, listen, my responsibilities were very clearly outlined to me. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere did it include driving. It's not his job to drive. <laughs> it's not his job. I get it. I thought he might want to try driving the Tesla. <laughs> no, he didn't. Didn't care. <laughs> didn't care. Dude, Swansea's nope. in a good area. It's like a fun area. Like, it's nice. Right near Fall River. Mm. Does it have like a the town feel to it? Mm, no. No. I wouldn't say so. Fall River does. Does it? Big time, yeah. Like Is Fall River Bedford. where that the big mills are? There's a bunch of that kind of industrial yeah, vibe around old there. Old mills on the water there. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's very close to Providence. I like oh, Providence as a city. Same. Either way, um, so we did all this driving, and it just completely fried me. I mean, my back hurt, everything. I don't like driving that much, mm. that many hours. Just put me in a bad mood all weekend. Bro, I'll just come one of the, if you guys need another guy to just come. That'd be kind of I'll fun. I'll be there for moral support, especially if you are somewhere like super random. Count me in, dude. Okay. Well, that's I'll, good to I'll know. I'll pay for myself. I don't give a shit. I like the you sound of that. Guys, yeah. Well, you're not going to, I guess, I mean, we're just dri- we're just driving right now. Is really yeah, I would is. drive. I would do some driving. Yeah. we. <laughs> let me tell you something. That, like drive, that drive from sort of the Northeast, like Boston area to new york Mm. sucks that sucks ass what did you guys but you guys did 95 because you were going to thank god we did 95 yeah the old mass pikeroo yeah it's so much better than 84 Mm. what's that one called it's 84 to the mass pike the iconic 80 right what's the name of that one the merit the merit 84 Mm. is not the merit is it not i think that's no uh the merit is 5 and 15 Oh. Coming out of New York City. Ryan kept throwing facts at me. He was like, did you know that on the Merritt Parkway, they used to have picnics in the middle? <laughs> People would that. park their cars and somehow cross. It's considered one of the top 10 most beautiful scenic highways in America. Is that so? I consider it to be to that to be an overrated. What a uh, nightmare. What it a, is pretty, but it's a tough road to drive It's on. a nightmare. A lot of bottlenecking. It's hard to merge. Yep. There's a, yeah, it's tough. I don't like it. Although occasionally you'll see a car on fire from a horrific accident, <laughs> which can really spice things up a little bit. I saw that once on that road, and I thought to myself, finally, <laughs> something worth stopping for, all this traffic, and finally we get to see something. My dad loves to be, my dad being the chronoptimist that he is, any small hiccup really makes him upset. So when there's traffic moving slowly and we see that it's an accident, he goes, oh, great. You got to look, right? You got to look. You got to see what's going on. He's rubberneckers. I'm like, yeah, maybe they're slowing down out of caution. He's like, ah, just doesn't even hear me. I'm just constantly frustrated. I'm like, dude, you but, need to chill. But does he not look? I don't think, like, he, I guess he looks, but he thinks that he doesn't need to slow down or something. But I don't know. He just, like, is always yeah. late and is trying to blame other I'm people. I'm amazed because I always look. I have to look. You got to look. I got to, my neck turns to straight up, straight rubber. It's just rubber. You got to look. Well, okay. <laughs> so let me just quickly uh, rewind a bit because we had some funny moments. We went to the Celtics game on Thursday night. It was Celtics-Knicks, and we had courtside seats. The Sick. once a year that we, you and I did, G, last, last year, which was so fun. And Celtics went up by about 10 to 15 points or something early on in the game, and I thought, okay, here we go. It's going to be another huge blowout. Who are they playing? The Knicks. Okay. The Knicks are good, man. 
They're yeah. not bad. They're not terrible. They're not a bad team. Yeah. Julius Randle was... He's really good. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's like a triple-double guy. And so was Jalen Brunson. Yeah. That guy's tough. Yeah. Tough as nails. He's gritty. Kept getting elbowed in the teeth. <laughs> and he'd kind of wipe wipe his mouth. Yeah. Sort of show a little bit to the ref. See? He's I'm a John bleeding. Sarks type. Yeah. Yeah. Just a rough, rough and tumble kind of guy. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we, we're sitting there and we're having a grand old time. And um, <laughs> the game got close. And we were, then the Celtics went down like 10 points. Damn. And I had, I had placed a bet on a few of these props, thanks to Stephen Che, who I had asked, hey, do you have any props for this game specifically? We're going. I'd like to have some bets on it. And he gave me four props. You know, it was Jason Tatum over two and a half, three pointers, Julius Randle over one and a half three-pointers, and then it was uh, Julius Randle over 11.5 rebounds, and it was um, R.J. Barrett over 5.5 rebounds. They placed them all, and man, I don't know what Stephen Che was was doing that night, but boy, oh boy, was he wrong. <laughs> Did I none mean, of them hit? Only the Julius Randle one hit, mm. um, and then the others were like not close, but, you know, Celtics were down. At one point, Julius Randle, it was an inbounds play, was standing, like, within me giving, goosing his butthole range. <laughs> I could have goosed him. You could have grabbed, grabbed his cheek. Gotten in there. And I said, uh, Julius, no, excuse me, not Julius Randle, it was R.J. Barrett. Mm. I said, R.J., I, uh, I need you to get some boards. I placed a bet $200 on you getting over five and a half rebounds. And he goes, how many do you need? And I said, four more, which was wrong. <laughs> I needed five more. And then he goes, I got you. But then I was worried. I was like, oh, shoot. He's only going to get four more rebounds and then stop trying to rebound because he'll know that I have enough. <laughs> but I actually need more than that. So then I kept worrying that I had to tell him the next time he came by. I actually need five. I made a mistake. It's one more than I said. <laughs> That's funny. And as it were, he didn't even come close. It was as though when I said that, he said, fuck that guy. I'm not rebounding tonight. <laughs> I feel like if I hadn't said anything at all, he would have gotten more rebounds. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly possible. It's not like I was wearing bright Celtics colors. Mm. You could have mistaken me for an away fan. Anyway, <laughs> the game, right? Uh, it gets closer and closer. The Celtics are down 10 points, six minutes left, something like that. They make an insane run. Ryan and I are going absolutely bonkers. <laughs> they tie it up with less than a minute to go. They have the ball, and uh, or maybe they were down two or three or something, and, and at one point, Jason Tatum hits this crazy runner. Ball bounces on the rim, goes in, he gets fouled, and he kind of peels off over towards us, and I just wasn't even thinking. I sort of reached out for a high five, but I gave him the backhand, you know, mm. and he swung at it and you could feel the wind <laughs> from his fingertips. You could feel the wind as they passed without making contact. And it was as though my life had just fallen out from my... not getting the skin. I, I guess we both tried and I went, oh, no. You guys did it at the same time. Ryan and I both went, yeah. oh, no. We put our hands on our foreheads. The missed high five heard around the world. They, Ryan and Francis both put their hands on their foreheads. We should throw. We should show this to people. Yeah. If yeah, you guys yeah. can throw this out. Just absolutely devastating. This is, it was hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the game somehow miraculously went to overtime, which was just the, a miracle because... I needed more time in the game for your props for my hit. props to hit. But even with five added minutes and all the same starters, all the playing, starters, <laughs> those props didn't get there. Damn, dude. So I don't know if Stephen Che was just taking the opposite or fading those bets himself with me. I don't know what he was doing, but um, boy, oh boy, shame on Stephen Che. <laughs> shame on Che. So uh, yeah, it was too bad. Um, but we had a great time, and that was really fun. Nice, dude. Yeah, love to see it. it was a great time. Love to see it. Ryan, do you have anything to say for yourself? Um, it was fantastic. The once in a lifetime opportunity. It was a good game, but I, I just watched the game for fun, and I wish that there was one more angle 
showing off my outfit because I dressed up for the game big time. <laughs> he sure did. He had a fit on. Nice. Oh, you had, had a, the turtleneck. I had a I had a mock neck on with a green sweater, tucked uh, <laughs> mock neck tucked into khakis with matching khaki belt with white socks and green sneakers. That's I really tough, thought man. it was special. That's tough. I was hoping to get an angle. He looked like the boy that I was boning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Francis' arm looked, candy. He looked like my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, dude. You just got this kid that looks just like you. I just brought <laughs> Mini-Me and I, I dressed him in an outfit that mattered to me. I said, you better be clean for this. You will wear this tonight. Oh. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Francis is a good guy to go to a game with because he is ins- insists on inserting himself in the plot of the game somehow. Do I? If it's possible, you'd like to. He gets there immediately as the stadium opens to make sure that every chance is had to unearth every corner of the stadium. It's a very boyish quality, and it's very nice. You know, I said to Ryan... I said when I was a kid, and I've told you this, I, I had some real uh, major health problems one year with my ankle. I had a, a septic joint. I had staph inside the ankle joint. It's like rotting it from the inside out. And uh, it was really bad. I was in the hospital for a long time and, and then had to go through this course of insane antibiotics with a catheter in my chest. And it was all freaky, <laughs> you know, because I was uh, 11, 12 years old. It was a nightmare. So recovering from that was, uh, I was pretty down and I'd lost a ton of weight. And my dad got us a 10 game package to the Boston Celtics, which turned out to be this very rejuvenating, restorative thing. That bonding exercise my dad and I took on. We would drive down to the games and uh, the Celtics became this sort of part of my healing process, I guess you'd say. And so they've always held a very special place in my heart. But even then, I would insist on going to the games early because I was an autograph hound. And let me tell you something. When you're a kid, being the sick kid, <laughs> that is a, you are a magnet. They're going to give you an autograph. Those were, players. Were you in a wheelchair? No, not quite. But I, uh, sometimes we would have to bring, I remember we went to a game where we had to do, like I would get these big bags. I think they were bags of, of antibiotics or, or maybe it was just a syringe. But we would have to do. My, I had to do it four times a day. You'd like walk around with no, it. No, there on was wheels? like a, there was a catheter. Oh, okay. And and it had a tube that spiraled around my chest, and my dad would have to to administer the antibiotics during the game. Oh my god! And so, and we I don't think we ever like went to a bathroom to do it, but you know I I would have to basically like lift my shirt up, and he would take this thing. And it was all sterilized and unwrap it and wipe it down, and then and then put it in and uh people around us would be like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> and i remember one boston guy some like hardcore boston guy was like tougher guy than me <laughs> tougher guy than me once he said he said that one time he looked over that's great it was really nice that's really nice, um dude. that's hilarious but yeah so we uh we I, I i said this to ryan i was like even now we're coming to this game we're sitting courtside it doesn't it doesn't change the lens for me that much where to me i'm still utterly enchanted by this place mm-hmm. and these players and I, you know they're they're throwing out t-shirts i want one i'm standing <laughs> up screaming i want a t-shirt t-shirt t-shirt, t-shirt. t-shirt. you know yeah. i want one right here they would not make eye contact with you no that. no those little girls throwing them out <laughs> shame were, on you you guys were sitting too close I guess so. They don't. They don't give them to you guys. I you got one last time. They don't they need I got one. La- I did get one last time oh. with Julio. When they're too u- lazy to use the RPG T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. They're doing the ear thing. <laughs> 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 so and then the last thing I would say was that there was a player on the Nets uh, who took a lot of inbounds pass. He was the guy inbounding the ball, and on the back of his shorts, he had this tiny little piece of white thread Ugh. that was against their dark navy shorts and jerseys and it would just dance just dancing around in the wind like was static it was stuck to it or was like no a, it wasn't stuck thread. it was it was a piece from the waistband got it, got it. that had come out and it was you could see it very clearly but only if you were really close like we were and it bothered ryan i wanted to <laughs> when he was in the corner i just wanted to grab it take it he wanted it to, to pull, pull it off, off. 
But <laughs> but it was one of the it was one of those threads that if you pull it, it probably wouldn't just fall off. It would continue to unstring. Yeah, Make his yeah, shorts yeah. a lot tighter. You have to cut it. Make his shorts <laughs> yeah. a lot tighter. You can't bring scissors in. Yeah. <laughs> So we were we were kind of fixated on that for a lot of the game. Both of us just sort of constantly wondering whether or not that white string was ever going to come loose. Never did. It never did. It never did. <laughs> anyway, that was our experience. We had a nice time. Fun, dude. And uh, that was the game. We got some good videos, met some great families out on the road, and uh, excited to bring you guys some of that content. Love to see it, bro. I want to hear about this pizza, Francis. Oh, yeah. Francis went to Pepe's again. Yes, and had some guidance from Ryan, who is, uh, knows his way around the menu over I, I there. had some guidance from you. <laughs> you said the last time okay. we talked about this, this New Haven pizzeria, <laughs> Frank Pepe's, that the cheese was gas. <laughs> I stand by that. And I didn't know if that was some sort of lactose intolerant pun. But <laughs> regardless, gas, dude. I went with just cheese this time. Mm. I did not order some fancy schmancy nonsense pizza i went with a medium cheese and then i also got a small of this other type that was sort of spinach and mushroom and another cheese fun which i thought was a real i was probably reverting to the mistake that i'd made last time mm. however both of these choices were excellent choices. awesome dude glad to hear and it completely changed yeah. my opinion that makes it's really good frank Warm. peppy's pizzeria it's really good shit you know yeah. what ryan ordered what ryan ordered a no cheese pizza. It was a tomato pie with jalapeno peppers, cherry, cherry peppers, sausage, and onion. Onion, and that's okay. <laughs> the Nothing pizza, wrong with that. The pizza looked like some sort of horror creature that had peeled <laughs> its face back. <laughs> You know, where it takes its face off and reveals that it's just been masquerading as a human. That's funny. And then you actually get to see the creepy crawlers on the inside. It's all lumpy and fucked up. There's, you know, like, what is going on there? Does That's go- what his pizza looked like. And he was taking bites being like, mm, deli-. I'm like, no, no way, Ryan. No chance. It's like post-apocalyptic pizza, dude. Like all the cows in the world have been poisoned and they're dead. <laughs> just, There's just no more cheese. An absolute joke. It's it their own. Ryan's, but Ryan has a sensitive tummy, dude. He, he does. can't handle the cheese. Yeah. He'd like to in mm-hmm. a perfect world. Mm-hmm. There was a little, there was a little uh, Parmesan on there. Yeah. You put some Parmesan on? I let them keep it on. There's a little less lactose in the Parmesan. Yeah. Mm. Right? That's what I've heard. He goes halfway through. He was like, do you want to try mine? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Do I appear like I'm not having fun over here? <laughs> I mean, do you want to try mine, Ryan? Is <laughs> the Ryan. question. That's great. You want to allow yourself some joy. Were you guys able to sit right down? Oh, yeah. Nice to they gave us the exact same seat that Sierra and I sat in when we came. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I think that now that they have a few locations, it's taken the burden off of the OG location slightly. Well, there's always a big line, I but I think it's always for ordering to go. Interesting. Whereas if you actually wanted to sit down, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty quick, we found. Back in the day, like when I was younger, when we used to go, it would take forever usually. Mm. So it's nice to hear that they have sped it up. Gotcha. You know, keeping it moving, improving. Nice. Francis, I've been cooking, dude. Francis. I've been cooking, Francis. I've been cooking. I've I've been been cooking. cooking. (laughs) Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Dude, I've really been cooking. The beauty of HelloFresh, it gets you to the place where you can attack things that you've never done because you have the specific ingredients. For me, not knowing exactly what I needed, like shopping for specific items. For example, ginger. I'd have to pull one of those little gnomes out of the out of the tray yeah. and know how to shave him and it's an ugly get root. him ready. Yeah, an ugly get, root. Preparing roots, Packs not ready for that. quite a punch, though. It does offer a lot of flavor. And, dude, just little, like, sauces and whatevers, little things that you need that you might need to make. HelloFresh prepares it for you mm. so you can attack doing stuff that you don't know how to do, like making rice. Sorry to sound like a loser. I didn't know how to do that before. Takes a long time. Deep frying shrimp. Ooh. Never done that. No. Uh, as well as a variety of other things that involve the oven, 
etc. Mm-hmm. And I'm just out here cooking incredible recipes. If you're a single guy out there in the world, uh, HelloFresh might be the answer for you, not only to living a better life yourself, but also impressing a lady on her first date. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you just do your thing. They send you the recipes uh, and it's very, very easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Oops65 and use code Oops65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's code OOPS65 at HelloFresh.com slash OOPS65. How was your weekend? What have you been up to? My weekend was fine. Dude, I haven't really been sleeping well because there's currently the perfect storm of construction (laughs) happening in my area. They are sawing metal pipes in the middle of the night in the road. Oh, God. And it literally... Did I tell you about this already? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They just keep doing it. It's... It's fucking crazy. And then again, the guys, dude. It's 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 not it's not even like that. It's worse than that. It's worse. Than I can't that. do it. It's worse than yeah. that. It's worse than that. It's it's actually worse than that. It's like a. It's oh not just God. loud. It's like a screeching sound that you can't escape. Like scratching nails on the chalkboard, yeah. but an, on an industrial scale. Dude. Is it worse than jackhammers? I know you don't like. Jackhammers. Yeah, it's worse. Oh. It's the worst. It's the worst sound I've maybe ever heard. Period. <laughs> And it's happening at three o'clock in the morning, bro. And like Hillary and I are both like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like, dude, it's crazy. Wow. Um, and then at seven a.m., they were doing f- uh, brickwork on the side of our building. So oh, my bed is shaking, <laughs> dude. It's fucking crazy. And then like this morning when I hopped out of the shower, there's just a man standing right there. I'm and I'm naked, dude. And I'm like, you know what? If he sees me, he sees me. Yeah. Because fuck that. I'm in my house. Like, right. fuck, get out of here. You know what would be really cool. As if that guy saw your dick and then was like, whoa, and fell off and died. And everyone was like, how did he die? And they were like, well, he was just so astonished by the size of Julio's penis. That guy in 29J, you better be buckled in if he's coming out of the shower. Ah, people just see him out the window falling. Dude, I still, it, the, the nature with which like that is all set up, like you're yelling to people on the ground. So the whole thing, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you just hear that all morning, bro. It's fucking terrible. Uh, and dude, uh, and the thing that's so fucking annoying, the the like the most frustrating of all the construction noises was happening directly across the street where they were actually replacing bricks, mm. which I've heard is like the loudest thing according to the guys who work in my building. Hmm. Uh and it was happening the entire time we lived there and they have just taken the scaffolding down across the street and we're about to move. Oh, it makes me want to do terrible things to people. Yeah, which is not a good way to feel. No, you know they push you living here, dude. <laughs> they really push you. Well, come aboard. Let the, let <laughs> the hate consume you, young Skywalker. I know, dude. Yeah. Let the hate consume you. The dark side. Join, join the anger train. It's dude. amazing. You can accomplish amazing things when you're furious, dude. So anyway, we started looking at apartments, and uh, it's going okay, but you know fucking tough out there dude yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. so loud so brutal uh, i had something else i wanted to tell you it's pretty good uh okay dude i've witnessed a fight right right after yes. you were talking about witnessing a fight i left here went to get lunch and witnessed a crazy fight go down yes in kava dude kava at first i thought it was between the staff but Kava's it wasn't good really quick good portion size good Except portion fast, casual yeah, good little bowl spot. Mediterranean type place. Very mm-hmm. solid. Uh, I'm sitting there and I just see a fight fully break out. At first, I think the people are joking. Then I see the guy being like, I'm going to fuck you up, like kind of kind of thing. Uh, and then I see people putting their dukes up. Wow. Putting their dukes up and doing the kind of put were, them up. Come were, they, were they wearing the Let plastic gloves? Let me at them. Like they might as well have been, but it was like. I'm saying to scoop stuff from the Oh, food. hilarious. I think that the one guy had degloved. <laughs> Ooh. I thought you meant boxing oh, gloves. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I don't have time to laugh, but that's a, that's no, a no, fine but, detail. No, because I, I realized I had thought you meant boxing gloves. No, I meant, no, I meant like the to have a fight gloves. with those stupid little gloves oh, on. Oh, yeah, insane. Okay, so, dude, they're putting their dukes up, and then it turns into, like, swinging, punching people in the face. Jesus. And then the guy's kicking this guy when he's on the ground. And oh, then, we went to there. Yeah, huh? and then another guy gets involved. He's like, back the fuck up, back the fuck up. Another guy who worked there. And he starts going into this whole thing about how you opened the bathroom while I was still in there. 
And I'm like, that's who this is about. Dude. The this guy, is- the guy who had who was had beaten the guy on the ground. Yes, was in the bathroom when that guy not came in. I guess, dude. It was just like such a pointless fucking fight. And like the best, so not the best part. I was like, this is really unnecessary. This sucks. Uh, I, I, there's a guy, a kid sitting next to me who's wearing like a puffer jacket, and he kind of looks like Gen Z kind of kid. And I just turn to the right and look at him, and I just see him looking at the fight, going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, dude, that's amazing. He just kept repeating it over and over, and I was like, "Damn, I did not expect just a full fight to break out." In uh-huh. I've never, uh-huh. I've never seen that. Have you ever seen that? Just a fight inside? No, it's not the type of place like where people in there are the type of people <laughs> yeah. who are going to be fighting. No, you wouldn't think so. If no. someone opened the bathroom door on me, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm still in here." Like I could not imagine fighting someone over no. there. No, <laughs> I feel like that's. I, I don't know. I would have thought Kava pays its employees more than the type of place where you're like i don't care about losing this job but i think that the kava employees were like defending themselves like this guy was like oh he didn't work there no dude oh he was just some guy this was not an inter-employee i thought it was at first but i don't know but it wasn't some guy this guy was like really someone has wronged this guy where he was like how dare you open the bathroom on me it was insane, dude. Oh, my God. It was truly wild. Wow. Now, a little side note. I have used that bathroom. As have I. I've used it. It Same. was nice. And this is the thing. So I bet what happened, you have to put a code in. Uh-huh. But once you put the code in, you still have to lock it. Mm-hmm. So what probably happened is it said it was open, and the guy probably put the code in, and here's this guy doing whatever he's doing in there, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. prompted him to fight. Damn. Damn. To see it, dude. I um. I had a, a real emergency situation where I had to use that bathroom. I could not. I, that that kava is within a hundred yards of the Barstool Sports office, and I was coming into work, and I couldn't make it the final yard, hundred yards wow. to get to work. So I just darted, darted in there, the and I said, "Look!" And they it was like ten in the morning or something. They were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're not open yet," but the doors were open, and I was like, "Ah, is there any chance I can use your bathroom?" And they were like, yeah. Oh, nice, dude. And they just let me use it. And it was sparkling. It was pristine. That's really nice. You got it before it opened. Uh-huh. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's cleaner than your bathroom at home, dude. I hold them in high regard. Yeah. yeah. That's, a nice, that's a nice group of people in there. In fact- if, Little things. I'm trying to think what, what we could have done if we saw the Kava employees being attacked by a non-Kava employee. I wish I had known this at the time. I would have inserted myself. Yeah. I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the right punishment is for that guy. If we can exact citizen justice against him. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Well, I will say this. That kava, too, that you were going into, there's a lot of riffraff around there, dude. Makes it even nicer of them to let you use it. Sure does. Customer, sure does. It's a very customers-only area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One time, I there were some police officers in there eating lunch. That's too bad. It would have been fun to... <laughs> to see that yeah but they were two women full full nypd women cops oh nice. they weren't traffic cops they were like i've seen some cops in there too yeah look like they're kind of it's usually like cops that are like kind of fit mm-hmm. like the ones who their biceps are bulging out of their little I police like uniform I'm like okay yeah. daddy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay do you ever watch um there was the the bodybuilder the famous bodybuilder uh ronnie coleman Maybe he uh, won. He won Mr. Universe like eight times. I in think a row. I, I think I'm familiar. With and that. he was a cop when he was training. Oh, that's crazy. Early, like, yeah, before yeah, he gave up any his side job. He that's what he did as mm. a job. And he would show up to people's houses as a cop. <laughs> they'd be like, and they'd be like, "Are you a stripper? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Just an utterly preposterous <laughs> uniform on <Dude>. this guy." <laughs> That's crazy, yeah, dude. Like, that's give me crazy. a break. That's crazy. Looks like a, a you know a comic book character, dude. Speaking of which, when's the last time you watched Popeye the Sailor cartoons? You asked me this, and <laughs> I, it was one of those crazy things where you asked me that question, and then like later that day, I walked in somewhere, and it was Popeye cartoons were playing on. Are a you TV. serious? That's no classic. Joke. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Um. Dude, I watched two that I remember enjoying as a child. One of them is Sinbad the Sailor, Popeye meets Sinbad the Sailor, and the other is like Popeye and like 
uh, like the Alibaba's 40 Thieves or something. It's, oh. it's something like that. Dude, it is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like throughout, like everything that happens is really clever and funny. There are extremely inappropriate jokes in it mm-hmm. that are amazing. And like... Just even some of the signature things are very fucking funny. Like Popeye just be like, he just kind of mumbles to himself the whole time. Can you decipher what he's saying? Sometimes, if you, uh, I was like really listening, and some of the times you can, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious, like stream of consciousness, like rah, hoorah, like Navy American, like uh-huh. of the time, and it's really funny. He's like, oh, what is this anyway? Like he, like he's reading the menu. He's reading the menu at like an Arabic restaurant. He goes, "What is this Chinese, uh, dude?" It's like super fucked up, but amazing. You're like, "Oh, this is great." Uh-huh. And then like, uh, there's also that character Wimpy, who like is, he only eats ch- hamburgers, and he's like, "Oh, hamburger, dude!" It's it's really <laughs> fucking good. Uh, highly recommend if you guys are looking for a little watch. It's on those are on YouTube, I believe. Uh, and one thing that's really funny about old cartoons, dude. Is when animals make sounds, you can just tell it's some guy doing it. Uh-huh. So you just hear, and it's like very clearly a man. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> it's fucking preposterous. Uh, what a that 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 whole cartoon. Uh, it's interesting that you know it was kind of a way to convince children to eat vegetables. Oh, like the spinach, thing? right? That's his yeah. super. He derives his super strength from eating. Spinach. Spinach. Yeah. Canned spinach. Canned spinach. Canned spinach. And the way it comes out is like crazy. Like it yeah. looks it's like it looks like the most disgusting yeah. meal you've ever had in your life, potentially. I didn't it didn't even occur to me that he was in the Navy. I, he may not be. I believe he, he has like an anchor tattoo, I think. Yeah, right. If I'm not mistaken. Uh but dude, mm. yeah. Pretty crazy. And his girl's name is olive oil olive oil oh, popeye mm. dude she's great too mm. really really funny shit dude but she wasn't super attractive she wasn't but i always kind of chalk it up to the time i'm like maybe you think she... actually no dude i feel like in that time it was like a like a more kind of curvy body was was in and olive oil is quite lanky she's yeah she's very 90s they, olive oil. uh-huh you know she's got this sort of ally mcbeal body but maybe they did that on purpose maybe they gave they made her wacky. They looking. knew that Popeye wasn't just the suave dude, and so they thought giving, you know, creating his is is she his wife? Um, I think so. Mm. Like that's sort of the impression that you get. But she's such a rider, dude. She loves Popeye, bro. Yeah, she does. She really does. She's like a really solid partner. Good. And uh, I'm pretty. I was pretty impressed by it. Okay. Pretty Fair solid enough. stuff. Gee, I will say, I was driving endlessly in the car, but I was wearing my bird dog's pants. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, man, there's a relief when you get out to stretch your legs at a gas station or whatever, and looking down and remembering that you're wearing the bird dog's pants. I know. And just saying, Special. you know, this could be worse. I could be less comfortable. You sure could. If I were wearing any other pant. You need a pant that you can move in, that you can shake in, and that you're not going to bake in. That's it. You know? Wow. <laughs> they don't stick to your legs, even yeah. if you're sweaty against the seat. They've got the built-in underwear liner that's so nice, it's so comfortable. It doesn't ride up. It sits perfectly. Uh, guys, we love the Bird Dogs pant for commuting, for long drives, for walking around, whatever your day holds. Bird Dogs is the pant short jogger lifestyle uh bottom half for us every day of the week um guys go to birddogs.com use promo code oops you'll get a signature tumbler keep your drinks hot or cold that's birddogs.com promo code oops um, i gotta give a shout out right now to chris and ryan i have relaunched my tiktok nice it's been a very modest experience about time and they've been liking my shit i really yeah. appreciate you nice. guys for doing yeah. it back on i'm not excluding you from this conversation no, i, I just even, know that you don't, don't use even, it yeah uh and i sort of don't either but it's nice to be back at not julio g because my old handle is banned love that. if you want to follow me uh greatly appreciate it and dude it's funny like i had you know fifty thousand followers at my heyday mm-hmm. and i sort of now understand why Andy Murray is still playing tennis. It's a stretch of a comparison, but hear me out. <laughs> Despite the fact that I, you know, I now have like a hundred followers and I'm maybe growing one a day, but I'm still enjoying the process of checking to see if I, oh, did you get a, mm-hmm. and now I'm getting, oh, I got two likes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like the same way as Andy Murray, like grinding through the challengers yeah. and not getting, he, he likely will never get back to where he was. Is he, is he playing in the big tournaments? Oh yeah, dude. 
He had he played the second longest match in the history of the Australian Open this year oh my with a metal hip. God, five hours and forty three minutes, I think. Fin- like finished it like four in the morning over there. Did he win? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, over an Australian who like should have beaten him. It was pretty incredible. Wow. Then he lost in the next round, but so how how deep did he go? I think the fourth round. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Uh, but dude, Djokovic won again, won again. Yeah. and looks like he's in his prime. He was injured at the beginning of the tournament, and they asked his coach, they're like, uh, like how bad was the injury? And he goes, let's put it this way. He goes, if most guys see that MRI, they're not going to the tournament, man. That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. So the idea that like he healed throughout the tournament and was able to win the fucking tournament is preposterous. There's this- there's, 35 years old. This is thing about you know Patrick Mahomes- same deal, uh, where he had that bad injury, high ankle sprain. Um, you know, again, I, who did they play before they played the Bengals? Uh, whatever they, you know, he was playing in that game, and he he got injured. Yeah, bad injury, and Jaguars. the Jaguars uh, yeah. in that game, and he missed most of the game, but kind of came, came back, back in, in at the end and. Everyone said, you know, this is bad. This is really bad. But then he kind of came back and played in one yeah. week later. And everyone said, he heals faster oh, wow. than other people. And I wonder how much truth there is to that. Is there a correlation between athletic exceptionalism and recovery? So, okay, maybe, but like Djokovic is is 35. So, he is doing and as his coach said, he goes 77 with the 77 sessions with the trainer per day, you know. His coach by the way is hilarious. Mm. One of the funnier uh but yeah, and he sleeps in like the chamber. Mm-hmm. The like recovery chamber. He's doing every single possible thing to Of recover, course. I think Mahomes is a young guy still, right? He's 27 or so. Crazy. Yeah, yeah I look, it I don't I just, you might be right. I wonder. I mean, is, is that part of it? Is yeah. that part of the the thing that elevates great athletes? I mean, you look you look at LeBron and Tom Brady and LeBron spends million. He said he spends over a million dollars a year on recovery. Yeah, but I don't know that you know some middle of the bench player could with the same disposable income could play as long as LeBron did with those minutes even even if he wasn't a lot of variables there though I know but like even if he wasn't um scoring as many points and all of that like mm-hmm. just say being on the court and going as hard as LeBron does it, that late into life I'm not sure that some other person who's an inferior player could sustain it I don't think they can afford it bro so you're, do you think that a bench guy, like even though they're making a lot of money, they can't they can't spend a million dollars a year on recovery? Let's say let's say they had a blank check, right? Okay. And they could. I think that they would be able to. You think it's just a matter of having the the resources? I think so. Like like it it sort of perpetuates dominance in a way, because the guy who's the best can then afford to be even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose that's true. But I also think that a lot of these players have their own people i think they have a guy rubbing them down totally but like but still bro it's a difference between one guy and seven guys and a science you have a scientist you know what yeah, I mean? it'd be cool to have a scientist it would be sick to have a scientist but dude i know yeah like they are spending a lot of fucking money yeah. including the thing i sent you which is interesting this guy is attempting to be 18 physically He's like 40-something years old. Yeah, He's spending $2 million a year on it. Fuck. And his routine is crazy. He goes to bed at the same time every night, strict vegan diet. He takes a billion supplements a day. He's getting blood tests regularly. And he's basically trying to biohack in the most comprehensive way we've seen. Hmm. Uh, and it's funny. Anybody I've showed it to is like, that guy's a loser, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, what? I'm just not expecting that reaction. Uh, that's how I feel. I'm not expecting people to be like, that guy's a loser. I'm thinking they're like, whoa, that's cool. I want to do that. But everybody's seeming to agree that <laughs> there's no value in becoming 18 again if you can't enjoy it. You know what I mean? This guy's life is. Yeah, man. Imagine, you know, thinking you're meeting an 18 year old and finding out that he's 45. <laughs> 
Like, wait, dude, like, you man, look you're really 18, knowledgeable. You're, you're 45 years old. What the like? What the fuck, dude? You know what this guy looks like? Do you remember? This is really random, but remember Ghostbusters too? Uh, vaguely. Okay, in Ghostbusters two, there's this mural of the bad guy, and he looks like that guy. It's pretty random, but like mm. he sort of looks like this painting of himself. Hmm. It's yeah, dude. He looks like this guy. Kinda. That's. Can you pull up the actual guy? <laughs> If this pull up, pull up the if this actually guy. works, it's pretty funny. Uh, but this is—I mean, this is what I'm—I'm I'm assuming a lot of the world's wealthiest people are are up to are f- trying to figure out. It's a very CEO like some sort of because every billionaire on earth says that the one thing you can't buy is time. Yeah, um, that's what he actually looks like. What? Oh, no, that's that's the this is the guy from the thing. But what is the biohacking guy? No, like? we want yeah. Again, you're showing us the Ghostbusters guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We need we need the real guy. <laughs> but dude, also like that gives me a lot of anxiety. The idea that like I'm gonna get old and they will have discovered a way to prevent aging, but I'm already old. You've missed the window. That stresses me out. You've... Or that they find ways to like cure. <laughs> dude, it's not way off. He kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. Uh. Or that they like find a way to like prevent a disease like that's it. And like I've already lost loved ones to that disease. Like the idea of that gives me a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. too. I um I wanna ask you this. Um, do you feel your body growing old? Like, kinda. Kinda. But I'm fine with it. Like I am very committed to like trying to be as healthy as possible when it comes to just like the pursuit of fitness if i chose to do so like sometimes i'll have a thing going on where if i chose to go hard i would hurt myself yeah i'd like to be at a point where whether or not i've choose to try to be fit i could choose to if i wanted that's become my goal then that's like a my body's breaking down goal how (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm i'm in pt twice a week yeah do you think um do you think you're being realistic with that with that thought kind of that it's just a matter of choice no, it's not a matter of choice. It would it would be a matter of choice if I were to be in a good enough place to be able to make that choice. I just want to be in the place to be able to make the choice. I don't think that you're not in that. I'm position. not in the place. I th- apparently have sciatica in my hip. Oh jeez. Uh, which is fine, but I intend to start rehabbing that. I had shoulder problems from sleeping weird. This is all old person shit, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, my shoulders are feeling better, which is good. The hip is is going to be the next thing I attack, so that I can do more comprehensive stuff. And not have to worry about it. But I'm not worried about trying to be super fan. I don't think I can. I think I'm like maybe past the point. You know, it, I, I had a very humbling. I've had two very humbling moments recently. Mm-hmm. One more broad and, and one pretty scary. I almost fell down the stairs again last night. Jesus. Stairs are becoming a, a big problem for me. Dude. I have, to, I have to respect stairs now in a way that I never did. <laughs> I used to look at stairs you guys as. steep stairs though. Well, yeah. sure. But. But. Stairs haven't been a problem for me since I was a little child. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. haven't. They haven't really posed a threat. Yeah, it feels they, like a reversion to your original form. They're no, they're a minor annoyance or a necessary evil to go getting to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, going downstairs feels uh, like I have to switch into a survival mode. Hanging on with both hands. I'm just, I guess I'm just stepping too far out onto the next step. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I'm not getting enough foot on the step. Yeah, yeah. And last night, I stepped on, I stepped down with the right, and it, it didn't, more of my foot was past the stair. Uh, and and so whoop. I went down to the next one. Oh, sure. And I almost really hurt myself. Dude, be careful. Luckily, I have the uh, humility to always use a hand on the railing. Now, you gotta. You that's, gotta. That's a thing. That's part of the I process. Think you have to hold on to the railing. Yeah. Because if you can hold, if you hold on to the railing, then worst case, I mean, you're not going to fall probably 10 steps. Falling 10 steps, <laughs> that to me is death yeah. at this point in my life. Like w- b- lying in a heap at the bottom and, and yell, Sarah. Call an ambulance! <laughs> you need to call an ambulance. No, we can't Uber. We need an ambulance. Needing an ambulance at this point in my life? Oh yeah, my god, dude! Dude, this reminds me real quick. We got to wrap it up. Uh, but 
there's a story that uh, somebody told me where their brother-in-law or somebody came and stayed at their house. And while he was staying over, he fell down the stairs three separate times. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was he doing? He's like, dude, I don't know. But like, what the fuck? And he's yeah. like a young guy, dude. It's the weirdest story I've ever heard. I'm wondering if, you know, some people carpet their stairs to make them softer. But that, I suspect hopefully it was carpeted. That, that also makes them more slippery, I think. If you go down carpeted stairs in your socks, you might as well be skiing. Yeah, that's true. But you can sort of like... You can glide them. It's easier to glide. You can glide them. It's easier to glide them. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. We'll, we'll get to the rest on the next episode. But that's... Uh, watch out for stuff. stairs, people. Be careful out there. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. No denying. Facts with Ryan. So at the beginning of the episode, Julio very casually said that Wyoming has a population of 575,000 people. 578,000 people. That's really good. Jesus Christ. Good for you. Thank you. That was awesome. Good for you. Good and then, fact. Uh, Chris sent over a list of the loudest items on the job site. Okay. So we'll read you the top three. Good. Number three is the jackhammer. Sure. Okay. At 102 decibels. Number two is the road grader. Or scraper, it's 107 decibels, and number one is the chainsaw at 110. Wow! And uh, sounds above 120 decibels can cause immediate harm to your ears. So you're you're flirting with it. You're flirting. I think number two is what is happening. The road scraper. Road scraper. <laughs> Fucking hell! These sound like finishing moves in WWE. <laughs> Pop- it's the road scraper. <laughs> Popeye was in the Coast Guard. Ah uh, ah. Uh. Uh. That'll work. Ah. The old Coast Guard. And then according to a really weirdly detailed website called weirdspace.com, we have a lot of information on olive oil. <laughs> Last name spell O-Y-L. O-Y-L. And I know that ah. from, she's always a clue in crosswords. Ah. Oh. Yeah. She was single, 29, foot ten, and 96 pounds. Wow. Wow. That makes sense. And then in New York City, it is legal to walk around your apartment naked, even if a neighbor spots you. So. that's good good to know good to know good to know good to know uh what do you got coming up francis let's see here uh well i will be in i think minneapolis next we've also got long beach long island now at the beach house uh one night only awesome. that's gonna go quick so Ooh. get tickets to that that's february 26th and then i'll be in minneapolis at the house of comedy uh shortly after that and then it's on to austin and dallas and chicago Tickets are at FrancisEllis.com, the Hero We Need Tour. Amazing. DC Improv for me, uh, beginning of March, I think 3rd to the 5th. Then I have Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, Yonkers Comedy Club at the end of April as well. And got a bunch of other stuff coming down the pipeline. Keep your, keep your ears peeled. 